The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Hop on Sports Gambling Podcast's YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon complete with drafts, pick'ems, prizes, live sweats and more. The fun starts at 12.30 Pacific time on New Year's Eve. from McGinn and all the way in don't think you got a touch on the way through that's John McGinn for Aston Villa Onana outwitted Manchester United trailing and Aston Villa when they hit the front they usually make the most of it Longley and Marks for Villa his first goal for the club in front of the Stratford and at Old Trafford to pile on the misery for Eric Ten Hag Bruno Fernandes Hoyland Fernandes now Rashford looks onside seeks Garnacho finds him Garnacho finds the back of the nets the drought is over it's the little Argentinian who provides the finish. A question mark over offside. The news will shortly be filtering around the stadium. But the goal is going to be ruled out. Well won back by Bruno Fernandes. Now Rashford. United can entertain thoughts of a comeback it's been much better from the home side in this second half and they have their reward Fernandez tanking forward to his right here is Bruno Fernandez. Eriksson was in there Garnacho Manchester United needed something special Alejandro Garnacho at the double is providing it here. Moreno here for Villa. Looking to retake the lead. Moreno cut back again. Evans in the way again. Oh, I mean, that's a certain goal. I don't think Ananda's getting across there. Garnacho has an issue. He's heading off down the tunnel. Villa might have an issue here. You are listening to BetMFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. 
You can follow BetMUFC on X at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can also follow my other X account at X at X. On that account, I post some free plays and I also post my monthly P&L, my profit and loss spreadsheet. My profit and loss spreadsheet add up to 126 months in a row of transparent and trapped profit. What that means is I've been undefeated in sports betting every single month for over a decade. Haven't had a single losing month in 10 years and six months. And we are well on our way to month number 127. As I said, the P&L spreadsheet is always posted there. The pin tweet's always a spreadsheet from the previous month. You can scroll down and find the rest or you can simply head over to lockbetting.com where you can also sign up for the service. But I do encourage you to do that extra due diligence. Have a look through my spreadsheets. Obviously, they all add up to a profit. That's been verified by members, but also have a look at how we manage a bankroll. We don't do we don't chase losing plays by doubling the stake. We don't do five-unit plays, 10-unit plays, 20-unit plays, 25-unit plays, well plays, max plays, play of the years, play of the month. None of that nonsense, none of that monopoly money garbage that you see on social media, just real stakes for real people. And every single month, that leads to a profit by managing a bank role sensibly making betting accessible for anybody with a disposable income. If you don't have a disposable income, don't gamble because it's not there to solve your issues. But if you do and you like this hobby and you want this hobby to be more fun by investing in sports instead of gambling in sports, then head over to lockbetting.com. If you have any questions, I'll answer them on the X account. It is once again at X. That's at X. So very quickly, let's move on to Manchester United. Now, the assumption will be This is an easier show to do. Man United have won. Things are rosy. Things are much easier. In fact, it's harder. It's definitely a more fun show to do. It's definitely my preference. But it's harder because we're just so massively inconsistent. Where the hell does that performance come from? Where did the goals come from? United haven't scored for not only one game, two games, three games, but four games. It was four straight games where we couldn't find the net. And then we also navigated another half where we didn't find the net, didn't even look like scoring in the first half. Then suddenly it's wave after wave after wave after wave of attack. Rashford's starting to pass the ball. He's going out wide and he's putting in crosses. The first goal for for Garnacho still looks onside to me because Garnacho does look like he's standing behind Marcus Rashford. Therefore, it doesn't matter where the defenders are. It's still a back, it's still a pass to a player standing behind you. That should be a goal, but it didn't matter because he provided the assist again. Garnacho scored that time. He scores again. And then Rasmus Hoyland gets off the mark with quite a difficult chance compared to some of the misses that he's had um, en route to not scoring. And now he scores his first goal and Man United are seemingly now back And we've heard that over and over again. We're back. We're going to go on a run now. This is it. We're going to go on a run now. This is it. We're going to go on a run now. This is it. But um, instead of saying that this time, Bruno Fernandes wouldn't even be drawn into that conversation when asked if Man United were going to go on a run and whether we had turned a corner as as a result of this result. He actually didn't get drawn into the question and quite sensibly steered away from it and said, this time, we're not going to say that. And this time, we are going to take a game-by-game approach. Bruno, it's your first win in five. Congrats. You've been a little bit inconsistent, obviously, in recent form. How, how do you build consistency now from this brilliant result tonight? How do you build that on? You've got Forest next, Spurs coming up. How do you keep, keep the momentum going and consistency, Phil? I don't even to speak about that because we had so many post-interviews saying, like, now we're going to build up after this. <laughs> and we didn't, so... 
Uh, as I said, I said that's, that's many times, like even when the season started, we, we knew that our aims was, was higher than we, we are at the moment. But we have to look game by game because we're not in a position to look uh, at big things. We have to understand the, the reality we are and uh, we have to go step by step because we need to understand that. First of all, we have to get the basics right mm-hmm. and after we're going to get the results and the performance. Yeah, so a more sensible answer because there have been a lot of false dawns when it comes to Man United, particularly this season. And um, he's talking there about a game-by-game approach. Well, the next game comes up very quickly away to Nottingham Forest. Not the best time to be playing Boris because obviously Nuno Spirito Santo has rejuvenated things. They have picked up one loss and one win, but it was a huge win away to Newcastle and their loss, even in that game, they showed a lot of spirit um, being reduced down to 10 men and still hanging in there with a Bournemouth side who are in very, very good form. So it's a difficult game, but Man United need to win these types of games. They do need to start building on these good results because there have been good results throughout the season and these good results have given us hopes. And then the team will go and let you down the way that they let you down after Ten Hag won manager of the month and Garnacho got goal of the month and Maguire was player of the month and everything seems to be moving in the right direction and then suddenly we started the month of December very very poorly got whooped by Bournemouth went out of the Champions League against Bayern Munich um, couldn't score against West Ham the result sandwiched in between those was the away result against Liverpool and that nil-nil looked like a building block in itself but immediately was cancelled out by the defeat against West Ham throughout the season there are a number of examples of Man United turning up and then not turning up the next game so we need to build on this what was a performance out of nowhere the best 45 minutes of Manchester United season the young players turned up and if the future does lie in the hands of Garnacho and Hoyland then we certainly want to see them doing what they did in the second half and not those inconsistent performances we've seen Hoyland not involved in games we've seen Garnacho missing chances like he did away to West Ham if Garnacho puts that in perhaps we go and win away to West Ham and we build on that result against Liverpool but we do need to build at some point we do need to build otherwise this is going to be a disastrous trophyless season where we're going to finish outside of the top four maybe even outside the European places I'd rather finish outside the European places I don't want to play Europa Conference League football and uh, Man United need to do all they can to avoid that. So um, we're actually going to do a mid-season review on United. That's going to be a game where we look ahead to the game against Wigan in the FA Cup, but not too much we can say about that game. So we're primarily going to look at the first half of the season. We're going to recap this game against Nottingham Forest, look at the first half of the season, look at this um, this Ineos deal, which has now got over the line, and we're going to finish with a Wigan recap. That's going to be the next episode. On this episode, of course, we still have to look ahead to the game against Nottingham Forest. Before we do that, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about the SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve party, a live on-stream party this Sunday over at youtube.com slash podcast with live pickums, live drafts, live sweats, and of course, prizes. It goes down on Sunday. Sunday, as I said, at 12.30pm, New Year's Eve. It's the SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve. 
Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, where Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or low on your favourite players' fantasy stats and you can cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with our promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. You're facing a Nottingham Forest side that are looking a bit different now under Nuno, Espirito Santo. What are you expecting from them and will you have any players back available that were unavailable for the last match? Um, uh, to start with that last, I don't think so. So it will be a similar squad as we have had against uh, Villa. Um, yeah, you see with them, you see the reaction eh, when new manager is coming in. Uh, you see the spirit. Um, we have to be ready for that, and it's always about about us. Eh, but yeah, be aware of it, and be aware eh, they have the right spirit. And of course, they built the confidence, and but that is what we did as well. And so we have um, had to to continue in in the performance. Obviously, the matches are coming thick and fast right now, but there's a lot of talk outside about the the impact and the influence of Ineos after their investment was announced. Have you spoken to anyone at Ineos yet, and have you got any plans to? If you haven't, uh, as you said. The, the schedule is so condensed, eh? so I didn't have the time so far to, to speak with them. And but it will come, and I will. I look forward. Um, uh, they want to work with me. I want to work with them, and we will have the conversations, the meetings, and um, so we will see. Are you expecting them to be regular presences here? Will they be across your work on a day-to-day basis? So, so listen, um, I'm focused on the game so far. So I said, no, in this moment, I don't want to have distractions. And, but uh, yeah, in the coming days, weeks, there will be time uh, for this. And then I know more. And, but I think it's a good thing. Uh, it's very positive. And as I said, we are really looking forward to work together. Uh, uh, Ineos wants to work uh, with me. Uh, with this, uh, with this, with this infrastructure, and I want to work with them. Can, can I just ask you about um, Andre Nalna? He has been picked in the the large Cameroon squad. We expect him to be picked in the main squad. They have a training camp next week. Will tomorrow's game be his last game, or are you trying to make him available for Wigan? What what is the situation there? Our situation is. Uh, that we be talking, we have good relationships with all the federations. It's about uh, Souf, it's about Hannibal, it's about uh, Andre. So we're talking with them. Hi, Eric. Where are you expecting to have Casemiro and Mason Mount back? Yeah, I think so. In mid-January, we expect many plays back. Uh, Mason, Casemiro, uh, Martinez, Malasia. Um, so uh, we expect uh, Harry Maguire, of course. Uh, we expect many players to return uh, in, in January. Can I ask about the comeback against Aston Villa? Obviously, Manchester United performance is always heavily scrutinised. But for you, did that feel like a benchmark kind of performance? 
going forward and also how do you get that consistency now in your results? Uh, also that's about us but so we proved uh, despite all the setbacks uh, and I, I think not any team can uh, can deal with so many setbacks we have had and then so the number of points we have to uh, we are not satisfied because we are not satisfied but uh, you have to uh, you have to be pleased you have a number of points when we have all the players back uh, this this squad is strong and we proved it uh, against Arsenal against Liverpool against Villa the, the, the number one two three from the league uh, we went head to head and we could have won all the games uh, uh, we didn't but yeah definitely the last game uh, I think uh, our sides uh, we proved it we showed the, uh, how hungry we are uh, determination uh, so the right mentality and then we can beat anyone Was it especially pleasing to produce that kind of performance with Sir Dave Brailsford in the stands obviously from Ineos does that show does that send a message to Ineos that it could be uh, positive no no it's we always want to win huh? and it doesn't matter uh, who's in the lead is so we are appointed here and to win so in this area well, we need a winning culture no matter uh, who is in the lead no matter who is the owner uh, but of course uh, owners can inspire you Eric, there have been a few times this season where Manchester United have got big results and they've been described as a turning point. Why is this victory against Villa different? Uh, so it showed once again we can, this squad is strong and even uh, when not, uh, and many players not even on board and even, even then we can compete, uh, we go head to head with the strongest team teams in this league so when the players are back and we we can beat anyone if the mentality is right and that's up to us we have to to get consistency in what will that goal for Rasmus Hoyland do for his confidence and did you ever have any doubts that he would score in the Premier League uh, yeah, but then I have to repeat myself but uh, I trust him I knew he could uh, his goals in the Champions League uh, for Denmark showed what he did as a young player in Austria, in, in Italy. And uh, he is a very strong character. But of course, uh, this goal uh, will give him confidence and belief that he is um, that he that he is going to score and he has to score more goals from this point on. I'm sure. Yeah. Before we move on to specifically looking at the Forest game, let me just tell you guys about. Hall of Fame bets where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Moving on to the game between Nottingham Forest and Manchester United where we are looking to build on what we did on the last in the last game. Tired of saying it, but it is what we are looking to do. United are the 11-8 to favourites on the money line to get a positive result, which will be a win on the money line. It's 13-5 on the draw, and Forrest are the 2-1 to underdogs. 
It's really difficult to take Man United with any kind of confidence here to to win this game away to Nottingham Forest. It is a difficult trip. This side do look rejuvenated. And despite the fact that we came back from 3-2 down, it didn't really paper over the cracks. There are still problems to um, to address. And it will be a very, very impressive win if we can beat a Forest side who are just coming off the back of beating Newcastle away from home. Uh, we saw Chris Woods score a hat-trick in that game. He's now scored four times in his last two games. United, they come into this one having won just one of their last five matches and they have dropped points in five of their nine away games in the league this season. So despite the fact that our league form has actually got better away from home than last season, because last season we were very poor, we were reliant on our home form, our league form this season has somewhat compensated for our poor away form, but our, our league form away from home is still poor. So it is concerning. For me, the main pick I think I will take on this game is for Man United and Forest to both score in this game. I don't think we're suddenly going to break a drought and then go back to no, not scoring. I think the way Nuno sets up will allow us opportunities to score. Everybody scored against them so far. BTTS has cashed in both of his two games in charge. And I think we will see a wide open game here in this one that will allow both teams to find the back of the net. Both teams have scored in three of Nottingham Forest's last four games. And under both games, managed by Nuno Espirito Santo. And I think once again, it will be a selection that cashes. I'm not confident taking Man United to build on what they did last time out. While at the same time, I'm not willing to take a punt on Forest either to win or draw or even on the double chance market because I just don't know what the result's going to be here. I don't think that Forest are suddenly this rejuvenated beast under Nuno Espirito Santo. I think they played with some spirit in the 3-2 defeat against Bournemouth and against Newcastle. That was partially down to some very poor defending, some bad mistakes from Newcastle as well. And Forrest were able to capitalise. We also saw Chris Woods score a hat-trick. We saw him finish some chances like a top striker. And Chris Wood has never previously looked like a top striker. So when you saw Chris Wood finishing so clinically, it was an anomaly. And I don't really buy into anomalies. They are what they are. And there's a possibility that Forrest's win against Newcastle was an anomaly. And there's also a possibility that Man United's comeback against Aston Villa was an anomaly. Well, at least it has been throughout the season. We've we've lived through many false dawns as addressed by both Ten Hag and Bruno Fernandes on the show. So it's difficult to make any kind of selection with any real confidence. BTTS is the way I'm going to go with it. It is a short selection at four to six minus 150 because obviously the books can see both teams scoring. None of these two teams have defended well so far this season, but Forrest's last two games have produced nine goals, both games managed by Nuno Spirito Santo, whilst Man United's last game saw five goals scored. Therefore, the data is there for both teams finding the net and therefore, we will take that as our main selection here on the show. It's not a lock. It is just a lean. It may show up on the lock betting card for lock betting clients. So once again, your lean here for the show for the game between Nottingham Forest and Manchester United is for both teams to score BTTS. And we take that at the price of four to six minus 150. That's it for me in this edition of Bet MUFC. I'll be back again in midweek. Until then, good luck with all of your bets. As always, Happy New Year and... Thanks for listening.